Hello there, this interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former City players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now enjoy the end of this generic recorded message and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode. It was 1994 and uh, I had the offer to go to England to play with Manchester City for 15 games. I was playing at Borussia Dortmund where I'd been for four years at the time and uh, Man City basically put an inquiry through to ask whether um, I would be available for a loan. Um, They were looking to bring in a more defensive midfield player to uh, help them in the relegation fight. Um, I came over, I'd always fancied playing in England, especially with a well-known club like Man City, but uh, yeah, it was only for a short loan and it was a top experience. I'm really pleased that I did it. I, I think you were the second uh, German player that City had at the time. I think Uwe Rosler was already there, was he? Yeah, Uwe Rosler was there at the time uh, and I knew him from uh, from East Germany, uh, where we both come from, and uh, we, we keep in touch. He's currently coach at Fortuna Dusseldorf um, in the German second division, doing very well. Yeah, we keep in touch. Um, he's been a friend ever since uh, we played together at Man City. I, I wanted to ask about uh, that that sort of relationship because um, obviously at the time uh, it, it was it was just as English football was kind of uh, as more and more uh, overseas players were coming into English football. Um, what was it like having to settle into a into a new country in a, in a place where it's a new language that sort of thing? Yeah, we we didn't uh, we didn't see a lot of the city because because uh, of the schedule of training and playing matches and so on. Um, but I went back in '95 and got to um, got to see a bit of Manchester when I went to visit Uwe Rosler. Um, it was um, yeah, it was a good experience, and um, and uh, Manchester City looked looked after me uh, very well. They they sorted everything out. What um, what are your memories of of uh, playing in that city team under under Brian Horton? Because it was it was quite a, an expansive and attacking team. Yeah, I think Brian Horton might have been the sticking point really um, that kind of got in the way of me staying long term at Man City because I had a great great time and and we achieved um, staying up. So uh, you know we achieved what we needed to achieve, and uh, at the end of the day, you just do what you have to do. But um, yeah. I think Brian Horton perhaps might have been the sticking point. I was going to ask because obviously, as a as a midfield player in in a team that is that that is basically all out attack for 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 so much of the of the game, is it hard? Is it hard to 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 be the kind of holding player in in one of those teams? Yeah, um, the English game is definitely um, pretty intense. Um, in some ways, in more intense than English, it's a real power football. Uh, just really uh, going straight at it for 90 minutes. And um, I think I did my job very well. Um, it, we certainly achieved what we needed to do. But uh, yeah, it was certainly it was certainly very tough at the time. How uh, can you talk me through your your goal at Southampton? Uh, it was a last minute winner for City. 
Ja, gut, das war mit einer yeah, I got subbed on in the 78th minute and uh, and scored the the winning goal uh, at the Dell at Southampton. Uh, it was uh, it was definitely my best experience, my best memory of um, of playing at uh, Manchester City. And uh, uh, trust me, the, uh, the the trip back uh, in the coach was absolutely smashing. Well, how how come it? Uh, how come your loan spell at, at City ended up being as as short as it was? I mean, it it, uh, it, it was one of those things where I mean, I, I guess you had no say in in being able to stay. Yeah, funnily enough, there were actually there was another offer from England as well. So I mean, I could theoretically have had a chance to play in England, but um, no. I mean, um, my family I had a young family at the time. I had a one-year-old, and uh, and uh, my wife wasn't too keen on on uh, on moving to England uh, because of the language. And so, uh, yeah, it just uh, it seemed like the right thing to do to move back again. Just looking at uh, at Main Road, because obviously City have now left Main Road and, uh, and moved to uh, to the Etihad Stadium. Um, what was that stadium like to play in? It was a uh, classic football ground, uh, classic English football ground. Uh, I think things have changed a bit now with the new stadium and, and Man City has changed quite a lot as a club. But I really enjoyed playing there and the fans uh, were really close to the pitch and uh, you felt like uh, it was a real football experience. Um, but uh, yeah, Man City at the time were the smaller of the of the two Manchester clubs, and it's good to see that that's changed quite a lot. Obviously, it, uh, it, at the time you were at City, City were were in the Premier League and doing okay. In the in, in the later on in the nineties, what was it like uh, when you, when you saw kind of what followed from uh, from City and the fact that they were they were then relegated and, and relegated again, eventually getting back to the Premier League and now where they are. I mean, it, it just looks like an incredible journey for uh, to, to have been a part of even at the start of it. Yeah, Manchester City, they were very good. Yeah, from where I live in Germany, uh, I get to watch a lot of the Premier League games and obviously Man City are close to my heart, having been a former player there. It's fantastic to see the way they've um, developed as a club and, and uh, over the years uh, and they've definitely been through hard times and I've, I've watched that from afar. Um, but then the Middle Eastern uh, investors came in and uh, invested a lot of money in the club and they're now the number one club in, in the region. So um, it's really good to see it and uh, I'm certainly very proud to be a, a citizen. I'm the best trainer with Pepe Guardiola and I think that they will play in the Meisterschaft and we hope that it this year klappt. What are some of your best memories from your time at City? No, I mean, look, the main thing was that um, I'd come over to them in the relegation fight, and uh, and we achieved that. And um, yeah, we lost the um, we lost the derby, which is a shame. It's always a shame to lose in the derby. But at the end of the day, uh, we achieved what we set out to do, and uh, and I was proud to uh, to have achieved that. I was going to I was going to ask about the uh, the derby and and uh, you mentioned there against uh, the rivalry between City and United. Uh, what was it like to play in that and uh, and and just kind of uh, just talk me through your your memories of that game. The Manchester derby is absolutely cracking. Very pleased that I've had a chance to be part of that, especially playing against um, players like Ryan Giggs, um, Peter Schmeichel, and Eric Cantona. Um, and uh, we lost 2-0 on the day. Um, it seems like a long time ago now, but um, I certainly remember that we had our chances in the first half, and uh, 
Yeah, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I'm sure that um, you know a derby is always always a very special experience. Was um, was the pressure going into that game, given how big United were and uh, and where City were at the time? Oh yeah, I mean it's much like Schalke versus Dortmund. There's always going to be massive rivalry and expectations from the fans in the derby. So there's always additional pressure. But as a footballer, you get used to playing under pressure. It's just how it is. Uh, who were the players in the dressing room that that you were you, you were most able to connect to? Yeah, there were a few really good lads uh, at City at the time. Guys like Tony Cotton uh, and uh, Rocky Rowcastle, who unfortunately died just a couple of years back. Um, was very sad to hear that. But yeah, they they were they were really really great people. Just just a, a really good 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 crowd. Um, Tony Cotton is a very good goalkeeper as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, uh, Rocky Rowcastle is a is a big name in in football. What what was he like as a person? Yeah, I remember Rocky fondly. He's a really good bloke um, on, on the pitch and and out off the pitch as well. You could always have a good laugh with him. Um, in fact, a couple of years later, I was at uh, I was playing for Hertha Berlin uh, in the Bundesliga between '96 and 2000, and uh, Rocky came over and had a trial. I was really surprised to see him. He came over and did a trial uh, to join Hertha Berlin. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out. But yeah, a, a top bloke. 